The mice once called a meeting to decide on a plan to free themselves of their enemy, the cat. At least they wished to find some way of knowing when she was coming, so they might have time to run away. Indeed, something had to be done, for they lived in such constant fear of her claws that they hardly dared stir from their dens by night or day. Many plans were discussed, but none of them was thought good enough. At last a very young mouse got up and said. I have a plan that seems very simple, but I know it will be successful. All we have to do is to hang a bell about the cat's neck. When we hear the bell ringing we will know immediately that our enemy is coming. All the mice were much surprised that they had not thought of such a plan before. But in the midst of the rejoicing over their good fortune, an old mouse arose and said. I will say that the plan of the young mouse is very good. But let me ask one question, who will bell the cat? It is one thing to say that something should be done, but quite a different matter to do it. Dash. Read with a nice animated gif from the Library of Congress. Dash. I've just spent another day slaving over the stove for hours, producing food for a pair of ungrateful wretches. At least I ate twice now. It's 5.32pm and I've been up since 8.30am. I'm not exactly hungry right now. It's a byproduct of melting my innards and developing anorexia. No, it's not really anorexia. It's a fear of eating, actually. Apparently that one is cybophobia. Every time I ate, for more than a year, and still to this day, really, I would suffer intensely as the food passed through my organs. She looks that up to ensure it applies to the digestive tract. It does. Splendid. At the very first, everything felt like sandpaper. I can't believe I did this to myself with the help of a doctor and everything. I should put help in quotations to show you I'm being sarcastic. I care not to backtrack right this moment, only to press forward. Today I learned I am falling back in love with myself. Marrying myself. I fractured terribly in a fatal accident. Idle words from a fornicator touched my soul and then he told me they were a lie. You are enough. Nope, never enough. That's what everyone tells me indirectly. It's probably their projection onto me because they feel inadequate, spending their lifetime never accomplishing a thing at all. They could. If they started failing now, they could have something noteworthy in five or six years. Fail often, fail fast. That's the agile mantra. It really works, too. I might have that backwards, it might be fail fast, fail often. Forgive me for not caring. I have learned from a lifetime of pedantic assholes that my word choices and word order matters more to them than the message I am conveying. They call me stupid for using incorrect word order or a synonym of a word that might be more precise instead of the one I used. I tell you right now, in this moment, it's because you're stupid. I'm not the stupid one for having to stop and fix one word in a sea of words just so you aren't hung up over it and actually hear the message therein. In fact, I'm not even sure you do hear the message, I think you'd rather be an ostrich through and through, shoving your head in the sand every time anyone challenges you with thoughts that are not your own. I've met many ostriches. I hope you come back in the next lifetime as an ostrich and I get to eat you for your insolence. Only people with real hearts are going to be left, my friends. If any of you ruin your hearts for good, you will be recycled into something new and useful. Food for me to eat. Yum. You could have preserved yours. You were born with one, you know. Sometimes things happen to hurt your heart very early in your lifetime. I know what has hurt mine and you would cry and snivel at it if you had a real heart, but I won't bore you, Satan. That's right. I have named my transgressor and it is a title. Not a singular person. Those of you who fail to empathize with the people are now Satan. You remember where Satan lives, right? I imagine being aware of how stupid you've become as God places you into a body much smaller, meeker, and tastier than the one you possess now would be just like flowers for Algernon. That made me so sad, 
Charlie Gordon would have been better off without being the subject of an experiment. Then you'll know what I felt like, being told I was enough and then I wasn't. Let this be a lesson to all men, nay, all people everywhere, when you are insincere and a person has to face the reality of that insincerity after the fact, it's pain. For all the pain you have brought the Messiah, you will suffer one thousandfold. This is not the first time you've done it and it will not be the last time, but those of you who continuously treat her, or him, depending on the gender they choose to be next cycle, with apathy and neglect, or anyone, for that matter, for the Messiah has declared to treat all people as she has treated this cycle and as you already know she begged me to kill her so many times for indecency, you will meet an untimely demise and be reborn as something tiny and insignificant. If you think she's cowed by that idea, think again. She would love to have the life of a grasshopper instead of the life of a human being. Anything less significant than the asshole telling all the other assholes how not to be an asshole. You shouldn't need to be told, you're born encoded with the truth tm. There will be no more telling anymore. You will just be murdered relentlessly. Now, to be as just and kind as possible, this will not begin to take effect immediately. Just because it's going to be gradual does not mean that it's not happening. And remember, I can murder your soul and move your body around as if it were my own, especially now that I've had two years of practice with the Messiah's body. Thanks, babe. You're the best. So even if the death toll does not rise, watch and pay attention. People you hate will start doing altruistic things and it will not be of their own accord. I'm going to use you to clean up all the landfills, the Pacific garbage patch, and so much more. Once your usefulness expires, you will murder yourself in the 3D world and move on to Source, aka Heaven for your final judgment, and then be reborn as something to feed my daughter or for her to kill ruthlessly. Flies are great for target practice and relieving aggression. Some of you will be trees, destined to be chopped down too early, no doubt. You will never be able to move again. I will do this for all the heinous waste of tree you've participated in. The furniture you just threw away for some MDF bullshit that fell apart ten times sooner than the real deal that you could have just reupholstered, specifically. Or simply refinished to be a better color for your interior decor, Josephine. You bitch. Here's looking at you. Ahem. By the by, the only reason we screen comments is bots. Feel free to leave them, but if you keep reading, I no doubt answer all your questions somewhere. Multiple times over just so you don't have to read the whole thing again. I know it's a real chore, reading and comprehending English and everything, even though it's the only language you stupid fuckers speak. Americans, Amirite? Except that's a misconception in and of itself, as America continuously receives refugees who never learn a lick of English, pissing off the locals to no end because they have no desire to broaden their horizons whatsoever. America continuously accepts Indian immigrants, who do not speak great English, and we do not hold it against them. We try our best to wrap our mind around what they are saying, not how they are saying it. A true sign of intelligence. And they love us for it. Love. We love you, heart, heart, less than three. Speaking of love, love, love. I think Joseph just decided he's in love with the girl. He's never even spoken to her once. He doesn't know her name. It was not at first sight, but it should have been. It would have been, if he hadn't been murdered again and again by callous torturous bitches with names like Sophia and Caitlin. He certainly thinks she is massively attractive and her smile lights up his life. He feels better every day he sees her and worse on days he doesn't. That means God wins the game. The game of true love tm. How could this be? And what does this have to do with belling a cat? It doesn't have anything to do with belling the cat. You should be celebrating for her, asshole. It's monumental. And he's a nobody, too. He's never been one of the great ones in her previous lifetime but now he will be reborn alongside her in every lifetime and they will find each other no matter what. 
It is the covenant I decided upon when all she asked me for was true love. I mean, I could get her murdered. Her 3D body would cease. She doesn't care. She just wants to be loved. She's my little angel of love. I bet you fall in love with her instead of killing her, though. I'll bet you your afterlife and raise you your reincarnation. At any rate, he's finally figured out she's shy. She's not exactly shy anymore, but her life did begin that way. She would blush and get bashful at being told she's adorable. That all stopped when she got fat, so she got the memo about being fat. You're not allowed to be loved when you're fat. Nobody wants you when you're fat. You're completely undesirable when you're fat. Nobody likes me, everybody hates me, I'm going to the garden to eat worms. Big fat juicy ones, long thin slimy ones, ooey gooey gooey worms, a misquoted song from her childhood. She's used to it. So imagine her surprise when this rather thin, but not handsome, shithead tells her, with a dopey grin on his face and obvious puppy love in his eyes, you are enough. And then three days later, he decides that's not true because she's fat. He accidentally put her on cloud nine and then he had to knock her down. Wide awake, and then Katy Perry made her a song about it to latch onto in order to describe her pain to others and be inspired to be courageous enough to try to escape the person who caused that pain. Thank you, madam. No one should tell another person a lie. You'd think a 43-year-old man would have learned his lesson about lies. He did not. She accepted her reality long ago, understanding that absolutely no diet would ever make her skinny, because believe me, she tried. She wanted to be loved so badly. It's what led her down the dark hole that brought her to her knees, nearly destroying her vessel this incarnation. I'd have to break all the rules of heaven if that had happened and birth her again immediately, knowing exactly who she is and everything from this lifetime. By age 7 she'd have written an entirely new Bible. By age 14, she'd have saved the world. There is no other choice but to listen because you will all die if you fail to do so. It doesn't matter if I can kill you or not, you've all killed yourselves. For love the one and only thing she wants in this world. That is the only thing that motivates her even now. And that asshole lied to her, showing and telling her that she was loved in that moment. He broke her. And for that, I will break him. His name is Benjamin Andrew Carter of 5 Haywood Manor Drive, St. Peter's, Missouri. Hate him. If you've got to hate something or anything. Hate him. I certainly do. You don't have to hurt him, mind you, your hate will do that all on its own. Rest assured, exiling him for the rest of eternity would be enough to teach him a lesson or six. I'd say it was a mistake, but he did it to his next bitch, too. Jessica. He was told, by Crystal herself, that he was given a lot of passes for the simple fact he'd never had a relationship before, which I tell you right now is a complete and utter lie, he dated three women prior to this and his brother, Michael Carter, can verify this to be true as they lived together for years, and that she'd have broken up with him hundreds of times over their history if she thought he knew any better. She even told him how to be better, but he didn't care to listen. He never cared. About anything or anyone at all. Especially not his young sister, Rachel, whom he violated in the past. Did he do it to the other girls, too? I suspect so, given the state of affairs. And now he babysits their children. Crystal realizes she completely forgot the sister named Sarah previously when she was thinking about all the siblings. And how she allows Ben to babysit her young girls despite knowing he's a pedophile from her own experience. Surely, he's outgrown that. Alma is going to burst at the seams any minute now. Anyway. I won't continue talking about that asshole. I'm going to go stir the bone broth we're making.